Is Mike Flanagan the master of horror? Uh, the answer is no, but we'll decide today. Um, the answer is... Nope, we're not talking about him yet. Let's talk about everything else and then we'll talk about him. Sean S. Cunningham. Sean S. Cunningham, <laughs> master of horror. <laughs> Stop looking like that, Joey. Stop it. Y'all got my master, I, think the, oh. I think the real master of horror is... Uh, Marcus Nispel, director of Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine. Um, yes. What a movie! What a what a picture! What, what a, a picture! picture. We what talked picture. about it last week, and I was really like, immediately, Briefly. I was like, I'm not actually gonna watch this thing. And then Joey's like, mm-hmm. You have to watch it. Fuck you! You have to watch it. So I watched it. Jackson watched it. Yeah, I went and watched the opening blows. scene that night, and I was like, Oh, that first twenty minutes isn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like these yeah. characters aren't terrible. And then the and second then. set of characters <laughs> is the worst set of characters I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they yes. suck. The I you guys both gave it one star. I gave it one and a half. The only mm-hmm. thing that I feel like was a little more redeemable than I was expecting was I hate these characters so much, and watching them get destroyed in really over the top ways was very satisfying. Which I, I legitimately feel like we didn't even, even get out of the first. Yeah, it wasn't so. even over the top enough, dude. Like, I mean, like, Jason randomly shooting an arrow at someone that's, like, a football field away on a boat. Uh, like, that was okay, hilarious. That was a really cool mm-hmm. one. Someone getting hit with a boat. Someone getting stabbed through a dock. Like, stuff like that. That stuff was awesome. No. The coolest thing is, or the coolest kill to me was always <laughs> yeah. the, the wind-up hatchet yeah. throw. It's and awesome. then he goes up to him and shoves him down onto yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Like... I wish the movie was good, but at least I had fun with that stuff. The movie sucks. Yeah, though. I will the say the kills are not awful. They're not. There the are some the shining kills, for sure. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about the ending on that, or do we not want to? Um, no, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> if yeah, we're gonna. You don't want this movie spoiled for yeah. you. Yeah, Pause skip the movie. Go one watch minute. it. It's an hour and a half. It sucks. It's on Max <laughs> it's so right now. Bad. Yeah, but. The ending being the shining part of the original Friday the 13th and then jumping to this one and it actively being the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. So they, instead of letting him get shredded up into bits in the thing, they decide to take his head out before it even chops it up. Yeah. And then instead of chopping his fucking head off, they decide let's take him down and throw him in the lake. Yeah. Why? It was mm-hmm. so, so stupid. That's why you always and, fucking double tap, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, let's also throw in his mask with him, too, and this thing. And that of course, so bad. It, it, not good. Bad movie. Well, maybe we'll cover it someday. No, I, I never want to watch it again, I though. Fucking no, hope we not. Won't. I've already seen it once. I'm never watching that shit again. Yeah. Every Friday the 13th, we have to cover a Friday the 13th from now on. Well, let's do Friday the 13th Part 2. And we have to get through like 20 of them no, before we have the remake. 
That would actually be so funny if we did that. If it's like February and it's a Friday the 13th and we're doing like rom-coms oh or something and then we're like, no, Friday the 13th part two. Oh my yeah. gosh. That'd and we eventually so get to Freddy goes to hell or wait, not Freddy. Uh, Jason, Jason goes, goes to hell. hell. Jason yeah. goes yeah. to hell. Freddy, Jason takes Freddy, Manhattan. Freddy dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freddy's dead is the one that's named different. Isn't there one that's on the moon? Jason X is in space. Jason X is in space. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to watch that one. That's I think that may probably... actually be the shittiest franchise of all time. <laughs> it's I gotta, gotta be out there. Gotta watch them. Um, I want to recommend you guys this movie. Um, I, okay. I think I might have brought it up to you guys a while back. Um, but this movie just came out on Hulu. It's this movie, No One Will Save You. It's got okay. Caitlin Deaver. I want to see that. Caitlin Deaver. No, it's this alien invasion horror movie mm-hmm. no dialogue like oh yeah you no dialogue about that's awesome and oh, it's shit. the coolest thing ever it's one of my favorite movies of the year like i adored it um it's yeah no it's so cool i saw the like, trailer for it like a month and a half ago the trailers immediately yeah watched, listed it it's like it's it's worth a watch like i mm. So I have Hulu with ads, and I was really... I, I hate Hulu with ads so much. And I'm like, are the ads going to, like, block it? And I got no ads through the whole movie, and I was like, yes, wow. hell yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, it's just, like... Some of the coolest alien designs I've seen in a long time. So They do some really cool stuff with this house. This house mm. has... It's, like, some gorgeous production design. It's And Caitlin Deaver is so good. It's so good. I, I loved it. I think you guys would really like it. So definitely check it out. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I will for sure be watching that. I also watched another horror movie. It's this little fucking thing called The Wolf of Wall Street. Shut up. Oh <laughs> no. We weren't even supposed to talk about that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is this? Blasphemy. <laughs> <sighs> I, Jackson, okay. what do you have that movie at? You have it at four, I think. That's what I yeah, saw. Yeah, it's at a four. Okay, same. Yeah. I So I, the first time I watched it, I kind of, there's like a pressure around this movie where like if you give it below a four, you're instantly wrong. And so I gave it a four my first time watching it, even though I was way lower than a four. I just didn't want to start shit. So I just gave it four stars. And then like, over time, I have grown to hate this movie, and I hadn't rewatched it, but I knew it was coming up in this fucking Scorsese journey, so I was dreading it. And it's so much worse than I remembered. I you hated are insane. It. I hated it so much. I, I was get how you watch it and give it a two, though. Like I don't get it. Look, I, it's I don't get it either. It's okay. What are the positives? Like, it, like there's some nice camera work sometimes. Yes. And Leo is good. Leo's great. Leo is... I, I like him. My job. I used gone. to think... I've said before that it's, like, my favorite Leo performance. I'm taking that shit back. It, I'm not saying that anymore. We're not doing that. What's better than this? Um... I like him more in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like him more in The Aviator. 
I like him more Your in <laughs> Aviator, most mid movie ever made behind <laughs> Mean Streets. Mean Streets Dude, is the Aviator most movie ever made. Aviator ribs. Um, um, give me the papers. I don't even love Departed. I like him in Departed more than this. Oh my gosh. Departed is nearly a perfect movie. It is. And I can't believe you fucking three and a half did, dog. Hey, let's, we're, we're getting reviews. away from the point oh. here. We're getting away from the point here. No, this is it's, all in the same point. This it's, is the score, Stacey. Wolf of Wall Street is two hours and 59 minutes of Jonah Hill bits strung together. <laughs> They're all funny. Strung <laughs> together by this, like, it's literally, you, you'll, like, start a scene and they'll be, like, two camera angles and it's very obviously shot for coverage and they'll just go for like five minutes and if you don't find it funny in the first two seconds you are not gonna find it funny at all i did not laugh a single time during this watch this movie is not funny i don't even think it's that funny of a movie it's not taking some chill pills dog i just think it's a good movie i don't like it i don't like jonah hill not good in this movie Jonah, Jonah Hill is great in this movie. Why? I put Wolf of Wall Street uh, out of the... Let me check how many Scorsese's I have now seen. It's like 25. I've seen 25. I put Wolf of Wall Street at 24. How in the world did I guess that? I don't know, but that stat is probably the most embarrassing Josh stat ever. I'm putting this on the wall. <laughs> I'm putting this on the fucking wall right God, now. It's up there. I have no embarrassing takes. All of my takes are good. Um, yeah. Except the man with bad takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. this movie blows. I hate it. Um, bad. Everyone Same. who commented... On my review, uh, thank you for fueling my uh, my rage surrounding this movie. Rage, um, more like ego. I yeah, I love I love starting drama. I love starting drama. <laughs> it's fun. He does. That's Jeez Louise. That's the only reason he could have rated this this low. No, it's actually I hated it. Uh, it's actually two stars for me. I would not. I don't spite rate things. That's Jackson. He does. You know, uh, you know what an actually bad movie is, an what? actual two star movie, Renfield. Renfield is so bad. Renfield, Renfield is, is an bad. absolute dub. No, what? what? <laughs> Honestly, I think Renfield may be one of the best horror movies of last year. It came out this year. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I was just saying shit to. Yo, you have it at three stars, dude. March. You have it at a three out of five. It's a bad movie. Three stars it's is not good. Bad. It's no, three it's stars bad. Is, it's not. It is the movie. It's the movie not. sucks, but three stars is good. I no, that movie blows. What the fuck is the only good thing about that movie is Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt. Production design was pretty interesting. Eh? Production design is ass in that movie. The I fucking mean, Blood Throne. I don't even remember that. It's been a while since I've seen Okay, it. the Blood Throne's all, all right, but everything else in that movie, other than his little his what? little uh, casa. Um, yeah. I like the apartment. The apartment looked kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I said this to Josh, um, and I said it in the group as well, the Snap group. Uh, this movie, half of it, everything to do with Ben Schwartz and Aquafina, feels like Vendetta. 
It's so bad. <laughs> Aquafina yeah. is bad. Ben Schwartz is worse. Yeah, Aquafina is bad awful. in everything she's ever been in. Nope, no, not true. Uh-uh. In- incorrect. Farewell. You haven't seen The Farewell. Farewell's so good. True. Maybe I'll watch that never. <laughs> yeah. Aquafina no, so hate club. Man. She's so good in that. Joey, did you watch anything? I did. I definitely did. Um, hmm, where should I start? Should I start with a horror movie? Hmm, I think so. The Meg 2. Oh my mm. god. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking okay, about Meg so, 2 again? Wait, wait, wait. So, I watched it. Got on HBO Max. Uh, kind of friend of the pod. Kind of just friend. Uh, Simon. <laughs> just said, yeah, we, all, we have to watch uh, We hate Simon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love Simon. Sorry, Simon, if you're listening. Simon will never listen to one of these. Nope. Um, so, fuck you, Sub. I'm just kidding. I <laughs> but, anyways, he says we have to watch this. So, we start watching it. And the. <laughs> I, I don't really remember the first little bit, but there's about an hour in the middle or so that is just like actually hard to sit through. Yes. Because it's just the humans fucking around and I don't care Mm -hmm. but I think that you were a little too harsh on it Jackson what'd you give this one it's worse than the first I think you were a half star too harsh on it because there's a little bit of fun at the end dog it's not even fun there's a there's some fun at the end you're lying it looks like it looks like Jurassic World if it was made by Pluto TV it looks like Jurassic <laughs> World. It was made by. <laughs> now I have to watch it on that recommendation. It, it looks like Jurassic World if it was made on Pluto TV by people who actively play Sea of Thieves. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Yes. Uh. Uh-uh. Have you ever played Sea of Thieves? Yes, you know I've played Sea of Thieves with you. Oh yeah, you have. <laughs> what do you mean they fight? You know what happens. What are you talking about? I'm on the Wikipedia right now. I to forget every bit of that movie because it's so miserable. I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Listen. Joey, you just be saying shit. It's about people (laughs) trying to outswim megalodons? Wait, what is? That's what Wikipedia is telling me. This movie's plot is it follows a group of scientists outrunning and outswimming megalodons. Yeah. Pretty much. You can't do that. Yeah. No, it is. It is what happens, Joey. It's kind of what happens. And out jet skiing megalodons. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbass scene. In July it's a fuck, dude. You're just a hater. In July 2023, director Wheatley stated there has been internal discussions about a potential third installment. No. Yes. <laughs> no. I would kill for it. Hell yeah. Jason Statham is so bad in this. <laughs> The whole cast is so fucking bad. Has Jason Statham ever given a good performance? Mm-hmm. Yes, he has. Snatch. He's he's really good in Snatch. Yep. Josh, we just don't need keep to it yourself. Litigate. We don't need to relitigate like Snatch. No, yeah, Josh is gonna say some bogus shit here, and then say, and then I'm gonna go, and then you know Josh really is gonna funny? go. Eh? Somebody gets eaten by a shark, and Jason Statham says, "See you later, chum." Yeah, he does. Isn't that the tagline of the movie or something? It may be. 
it's like it's, that is a, awful like that. i died when he said that i also it's died so when a moment before that he throws the machine gun and says i won't be needing this anymore <laughs> the tagline i was thinking so of is bad. is new new meg old chum <laughs> so bad it's awful. that's so bad but yeah the love, movie love yeah, kind of all right it's a it's a oh. one and a half star movie it's bad but it's fun at some points no, it's not at the very end that's it yeah uh, one and a half stars the patented it's bad but kind of fun sometimes yeah rating that's what i exactly. gave friday the 13th 09 so hell yeah, yeah. um wait 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 so what? you agree with me on that what that one and a half stars is the bad but kind of fun no that that friday the 13th 2000 wait you say 2009 right oh nine what about oh shit never mind you <laughs> ah i always get cut those it. two mixed up cut it cut it cut it yeah i uh i thought you meant nightmare nightmare on elm street but i also haven't rewatched that one yet and i'm rewatching it like i'm rewatching it like tonight if wow. i get this done early oh enough. my gosh literally oh. watch any of the other nightmare movies oh. It was the first movie, the first horror movie I ever watched. You got history with that thing. You got to yeah. watch it again. Golly, maybe yeah. I need to watch it. You do, but nope, I think not, that it's actively bad. <laughs> I'm not. Look, I've already given out three one stars this month. I'm not giving another. What's going to happen is I'm going to watch it and I'm going to go, that was so much worse than I remembered. Holy shit. And then I'm going to say, Jackson, you have to watch this. And you're going to go, okay and then you're gonna watch it and you're gonna agree with me and then we're gonna have a fun moment like we did with friday the 13th where we both laugh at it and then i'm not gonna watch it and then josh won't watch this one actually yeah i don't want to watch that one joey what else you watch oh what else did i watch i don't know that's why i asked you did log that one again holy shit how many times have you seen this movie i've seen moonfall five or six times i've only logged it three times to spare y'all the pain of seeing all my shitty reviews of it but we talked about it together while we're intoxicated yeah we will but it's not going to be as fun when you're when you've memorized every line it is so much fun fun. to watch these with people because i had like a bunch of people over this weekend and also simon gave me the meg too i had to give him something in return of course something far greater um but watching moonfall with them was awesome it was it was like oh this is so bad and then it was like wait what the fuck and then it was what the fuck and then it just kept on escalating and it brought a tear to my eye at least one maybe two beautiful movie i don't get how a movie can be that awesome while being that bad you jackson i i I think of this like a present that i'm gifting you even though i didn't make the movie at all it is a <laughs> gift from God that this movie was ever made. I'm not stretching this at all. It makes me so happy to sit down and watch it every time. That's why I've seen it five times. It's, oh, it's gold. It's gold, but like gold wrapped around shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> shit wrapped around gold, maybe? 
No. <laughs> it's gold wrapped around <laughs> shit. Anything else we want to talk about before we go in? Um, I guess I can briefly mention um, Green Room. Ooh. Yes. Uh, for those of you who have not seen it, if you want something different, you don't want something, you know, demonic, you don't want something just basic conjuring type stuff. Um, this is something entirely different, something that you're never going to see in another movie, maybe for the next like 20 or 30 years. Um, I don't, I don't even want to give away the premise because I just think it's so, it's so smart in the way that it formulates itself but it's real world scaries it's terrifying to the point to where you can think that this type of stuff would happen in your own country and then also on top of that i would say great performances across the board and then especially um god i was gonna say spock but he doesn't play spock does he Mm, he plays uh patrick stewart isn't patrick Patrick stewart yeah you know he plays. Kirk. Does uh, he play Kirk? It's not Kirk, but he is. Can you tell we Star do Trek. not watch Star Trek? Yeah, no, he's I've on, never he's seen. A Star, he's the Star Trek guy. Yeah, I think he's on yeah. Pickard. So Picard. He's he plays Picard. Picard. He is. Picard. Did you just say Pickard? Pickard. Dog. We literally just said ten seconds ago that none of us watch Star Trek. <laughs> hey, but we'll still Don't make give me shit for that. mispronouncing a name, Jackson. You know what the funniest thing is? In my life. You know what the funniest thing is? What? I jumped on you for that after Josh said it. I would have said Pickard. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt. All right, but but that's it for me. Jackson, anything real quick? Yeah. Uh, I went back and rewatched Us for the first time in like three Ooh. years and finally moved that up to five stars. Yeah. I think it's amazing, and it's definitely my favorite from Jordan Peele. I'm rewatching Nope again this month as well. Um, because I mean, guess we're, we're doing the movie night, but mm-hmm. I had had that planned out to rewatch as well. Um, us is just all around great. Um, and then I watched two classics. Rewatched mm-hmm. The Shining last night for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. in four years when we watched it. I think on Halloween night, um, yep. it was me and Joey and a bunch of other friends at my place years ago. And um, I didn't love it then, and I don't love it now. Um, Mm. I think it's really good. Um, I think it does a lot of things great, but it's it's just not something that I really love. I don't know. And for everybody listening, it's okay because he knows he's wrong. Like it's not he's not in denial about it. Bro, shut your mouth! I almost (laughs) fell asleep three times. Movie's long as hell. That's your own fault. Bro gotta have Subway Surfies on his <laughs> phone in front of him while he watching The Shining because he can't pay attention. That's what I did during the Meg 2 because it was so boring. Bruh. That movie is um, boring as hell for about so... half of it. Oh. I also watched Carrie for the first time. Mm. Oh, what did you think? I, I thought it was great. I really liked oh. it. Damn it. Yeah, I saw that you have it at two and a half. I gave it a four and a half. I don't know. I need to rewatch it, but I did not like it when I watched it. I think you'll like it on rewatch. I, I think it's will. it's really good. De Palma doesn't too, do too much that's like crazy in there. 
Um, he's got some nice shots, but it's not like him going crazy. But I'm excited to watch more De Palma because of it. He goes he's crazier in other stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've I haven't seen Carrie yet. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch mm-hmm. it by the end of the month. Um, mm-hmm. Just because De Palma is like, like my it. boy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I will like it for sure. But yeah, um, yeah, and Sissy Spacek, like, oh, uh, duh. She's great. Piper Laurie passed away this past week, and that's, like, got me in the feels, honestly. And she's incredible in that, um, from what I hear, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, they're both really good. Um, For about an hour of Carrie, it straight up felt like just a high school teen romance, (laughs) or just a high school movie. And then the ending happens, and it whoa it's 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 wild (laughs) yeah i'm excited to check it out it's gonna be cool okay this is your pick joey you pick glory pick uh this is my pick your boy mike flanagan um this is actually my boy yeah this is actually your boy um gerald's game 2017 um what's this movie about we start we start with uh a shot of a bed and the it creeps down the camera creeps down you know slowly zooming in on this one bag and what is the last thing placed in that bag but handcuffs two sets of them we ain't talking about no little plastic handcuffs we're talking about the real deal we don't even know what's about to go on here then we cut to them in a car and it's a husband and his wife and they're just driving turns out they're going to their lake house they're going to their lake house why are they going there they're going there to spice up their marriage get a little kinky in the bedroom but on their way there they run into a dog they see a dog they almost hit it and then kevin bacon i know it's not kevin bacon but he kind of looks like him kevin bacon says hey we're not picking up that dog (laughs) and she goes i know and then he goes we're not picking up that dog and she says i know and then they keep driving um, and then they get to the place and then once they get there, they, he takes a Viagra and then she takes a steak out of the fridge and she feeds it to the dog. It was an expensive ass steak. I would have been pissed. Um, and then the dog, the dog eats that, but then they go in to have sex and they <laughs> leave the door open. So the dog eating the meat outside is just like, I can come in. Um, so they, then Kevin Bacon, uh, puts the handcuffs on her and handcuffs her to the bedposts and she's all stretched out like, uh, some figure, some famous figure we know that lived a long time ago, approximately 2,023 years ago. And (laughs) she's all stretched out like that. And he starts doing some weird shit and she goes, I don't like this anymore. So she says, get the fuck off me. He goes, he says some weird shit back. And then eventually he gets off of her. And then as they're talking about their broken marriage, he gives up. He has a heart attack right there. He dies and falls on top of her. Terrifying. What the fuck is she going to do? The keys aren't near her. So he kicks her off, kicks him off. He falls, hits his head. He's dead blood running it's red and then 
The dog comes in, starts licking up the blood, starts eating his flesh. Then he gets up and he says the fucking dog, but it's not him. It's just his imagine. It's just her imagination. And then she shows up again and she starts talking to herself. And then I think this happens next. The big bad moonlight man comes in and stands in a corner and it creeps me the fuck out. It makes me want to die, makes me itch, makes me ick. And then it turns out that the reason she didn't like all the stuff isn't just because it's weird as fuck, uh, like all the stuff that Kevin Bacon was doing, isn't because it's weird as fuck and like kind of demented. It's just because uh, she had uh, trauma from her childhood where her dad like did some weird shit which we will, I guess, dive deeper into because I don't want to just start saying it right now because I, it's weird. Um, and then that's like intersplicing the entire thing. And then it all comes back. And then she's like, oh my goodness, I'm not letting anything control me here. I'm going to get out of this because I've been hyped up by myself and Kevin Bacon and the dad. And she grabs a glass and she shatters it in her hand, and then she rips her hand open with the glass in one of the most horrific things, mm -hmm. scenes I've ever seen, and then tears her hand through the handcuff with blood, guts, gore, shit, poop, and everything so just coming out of her huh? hand. That's yeah. So and, then, and then she drags the bed over, gets the keys, uh, undoes her other shackle and then starts walking, passes out, gets back up because she's got that dog in her. And then it's nighttime and then she goes and grabs the keys, but then she looks down the thing where the dog was barking and the, the dog's scared and she sees who but the moonlight man. So then she walks down there and says, you're only made of moonlight. You're only made of moonlight. Gives the ring to him because he likes to keep people's shit because he steals. And then she leaves, gets in her car, drives off, wrecks because women can't drive just kidding just kidding that was not a now that that's not why that's not why and then yes. people <laughs> people come and find her and she's saved and then it cuts to later the aftermath and she's got like a skin graft hand she set up this foundation for um people who are in similar situations to her with trauma and trying to help out people that need it and then She's haunted by the Moonlight Man constantly, every night, until she sees his face in the paper. He's real. He's not made of moonlight. He's real. And then she's like, I'm going to see this dude. Big fan of this guy. And she goes to get a selfie with him. But instead, she walks through a court case somehow, don't know how, and then walks all the way up to him and says, you're smaller than I remember. And then walks out and then walks through the streets. Happy. The end. The end. That was long. Um, yeah. For a movie where nothing happens, you did find a way to go long. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've seen this three times now. Yeah. I know every detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah. So you said you've seen it three times. When was your first time? My first time was after, oh my goodness. It was like early on in my, when I started getting into names on directors. Mm. And I was going through some Flanagan. I think 
I don't know if this was after or before I watched Hill House. I can't remember. Hmm. Ah, I'm going to go crazy. Anyways, you love Hill House. I think it was right? after. Oh, yeah. Hill House, yeah. favorite show of all Hill time. Hill House is great. Yes. Um, but I watched it and I loved it immediately. The second time I watched it, okay, this is actually something I really, really wanted to bring up on here. I think this is the best date movie ever. You show no. this to uh-uh. a girl you have mm-hmm. over. That's a terrible, terrible Well, guess who did it? Idea. No way did you actually. I did. It's like showing fucking Gone Girl to someone. <laughs> like, no, you don't do that. I, I think it might be worse. I would argue it is worse. I think it might be worse. No. But who did you show this to? Cannot be named. Um, but I, uh, we, we were like, she was like, I want to watch a horror movie. And I was like, okay, uh, Mm. check what's on Netflix. And she goes through Netflix and it's all shitty movies. And then I was like, I know a good one on Netflix. Fucking hell. So then we watched it. You're insane. I know. Bro's like my brother showing his girlfriend a bunch of Tarantino movies. I I gotta say, this is much worse. (laughs) This this is much worse, Jackson. This is your first watch too, right? Yes, first watch. Yeah, this is my first too. Uh, Jackson, have you seen any other Flanagan stuff? That's kind of my other question. Yeah, I've seen Doctor Sleep. I think it's good. Once again, don't love it. Just like The Shining. Bro was on one. Bro, shut your mouth. Uh, but Hill House is one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I really have you seen Hill House too? Really great series. Either of y'all seen Midnight Mass? I can't remember. I haven't seen Josh Midnight Mass yet. Oh, no. I feel like I've seen another Flanagan. I've seen Bly Manor. Bly, Bly Manor Mass. is not very good. I do not like that Bly show. Manor is mid to good. Yeah, I Midnight really Mass like it. is practically perfect, but I think that... I think I'd really like it's it. It's so different. Yeah. Yeah, it's so different from Hill House, but it almost just still gets outshone by yeah. how good Hill House is. And this was one of my three uh, points that I wanted to bring up was um, since we're talking about Flanagan now, I feel like that conversation around the idea of a master of horror is just like such a, a th- it just gets thrown around and given to anyone. Like I see people saying Wes Craven, William Friedkin, Jordan Peele, Ari Aster, my, some Carpenter. people say Mike Flanagan, John Carpenter. I've seen James Wan thrown around. Like, I, I think it gets thrown around too much, to the point where everyone is the master of horror. But and I know Joey's one. about to say that Mike Flanagan is. He is. No, he's not. No, you haven't seen enough. I've seen Doctor Sleep. I've seen this, and I've seen Hill House. Yeah. And I would say no on that. He's also done Hush. He's also Hush done... Hush, I is good. Um, Oculus, which is good, very underrated. Um, I think that his most underrated is Before I Wake, because yeah, it deals with incredible themes. I do think it loses itself a little late in the movie, but um, Ouija is... I don't even know how he made it good, but he did, because yeah. it's like one of those studio things. Midnight Mass is a deep dive into religion and horror together, and it's one of the most interesting views I've ever seen on it. 
And now he's just released another banger that I'm going to watch as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I I'm say, curious about the, the other goat. stuff. I'm curious about the other stuff. I'm I'm going to say no. I'm going to say of the people working right now, I would say Jordan Peele is my master. Um, you got to be cracking jokes here. W. What do you mean? W. Jordan Josh. Peele has like Bro, two man. of the best movies in the last two decades. Three movies. No, it's got... The, and, okay, and the thing and? is, and the thing is, and the thing is, I agree with you, Josh. They're all. And like I don't perfect. even think it's the same. I don't even think it's the same too. Yeah, that exactly. Is a testament to how good Jordan Peele is. Yeah, I am talking to two Neanderthals. Jordan Peele has three movies that I think are better than anything I've seen from Mike Flanagan personally. So, okay, no, that house yeah. is. I think Hill House is better than Get Out and Nope, in my opinion. Thank you, Jackson. Okay. At least one sane person is here. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yeah, what uh, what what do y'all want to talk about with this? I feel like there's a lot of different ways to go, even though nothing, not a lot happens. There's, there's okay. a lot to talk about. There's one thing I want to get out of the way. Uh, this isn't a big point. I just want to get it out of the way as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. What did y'all think about Yeppers? What? <laughs> Yeppers. I don't know what that means. Josh didn't even hear it. I no. fucking uh, heard it, dog. The girl shit. on the swing says the word Yeppers. I mean, that's dumb. <gasps> I missed it. I was too busy being freaked out oh by the rest God. of the movie. It's because she's in an awkward it. situation, yeah. and I get oh, okay. the dialogue, but yeah. it's just so jostling when you're watching. Yeah. It's just like what? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's Yeppers. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. I guess some that stuff is really complicated. I let's at least kind of preface that um, there is some really rough subject matter in this that I was not expecting. Um, yeah. caught me really, really, really off guard. We're going to be very, we're going to tread very lightly, um, just yes. so we, just to avoid really any chance of being upsetting. Um, but it really does recontextualize a lot of this story, a lot of her past trauma. So, and I think that's another thing I really want to get into is Carla Fugino is so good here. And I think a, mm-hmm. she channels a lot of that into her performance. And I, I really, really liked it. Um, yeah. But that stuff, everything in those flashbacks is just legitimately horrifying and yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it's the stuff in the movie that made me the most freaked out. Like none of the horror got mm-hmm. anywhere near that level for me. Mm-hmm. That was the stuff where I was like, this is so gross to me. I hate it. Yeah. So, and I was watching with a friend, um, and they were just like, not, not having it at all. Like getting up off the couch, like walking around, trying not to pay attention to it when that yeah. stuff was happening. And it's, it's just, it was, it was a lot. I was going to ask that. That's one of my big points is yeah. which portion of the movie, because I would say it's pretty much split into two halves. You have the, you have the outro or the aftermath, and then you have the intro. But yep. then you have 
within the, the flashback house, stuff. Yeah, the flashbacks, and then this. Mm-hmm. Um, which do you think is scarier? Which you've already answered, and Definitely I legitimately think stuff. that I agree. Yeah, yeah. it's more it's, it's unnerving, I mean, realistic, and terrifying. Like, yes, it's any supernatural thing is just supernatural stuff, and I can understand that that's not real. But stuff like mm-hmm. that is so much more unnerving to me. Yeah. And that's why, like, I don't know. Stuff like that, like, typically I, I would like to know beforehand so I can mentally prep for it. But it caught me so off guard that it was really effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I liked it. but That's it was the same effective. way it was for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that this is um, just an incredibly important movie. Uh, it's why I picked it. I think Mm -hmm. that it's one of the only horror movies that I've seen deal with stuff like this, especially in the way that it's dealt with. And I think that Flanagan has the touch needed to pull off something like this. And it's not even like, I don't even know how to say it. It's, it's, it, it never falls either way of being like too, caught up in its themes like it's weird to talk about this as just being a movie but talking about it in a movie format it's it's never too caught up in its themes to where it gets um too bogged down by just telling you the story but it also never gets too caught up in trying to just scare you or anything like that i think Mm -hmm. it's just smooth all the way through and to do that with this subject material it it amazes me every time i see it and I'm not going to watch it for a long ass time after this. I'm done. But what were you yeah. going to say, Jackson? Uh, I think Flanagan does a great job of like, and, and this is based on a Stephen King story, right? Yes. Yes. And with no, Stephen I, King adaptations, you always wonder like, is this really like a really faithful adaptation or is it just kind of loose because of things like um, The Shining, which is mm-hmm. it's Kubrick's Shining. Yeah. Yeah, it's Kubrick Shining. It's an exactly horrible adaptation of the book, but it's still really good. Um, so I guess you have to read. It is. I will say, as someone who story. has read The Shining, it is a horrible yeah. adaptation of that book, and it's way fucking yeah. better than the book. Okay. <laughs> so and so you have to question like how much of the story and its themes was Flanagan himself? Yeah, yeah, been doing it. But regardless of whether it was King of Flanagan, I think the themes are really tied in between the two sides of the story very well and um while being in the house it's more i think visually scary like oh it's it's people in the shadows but like near the end um in a voiceover we hear uh well we hear her voiceover saying that um like a lot of times the people who are supposed to protect you from the monsters are the monsters monsters themselves. Mm-hmm. And just that idea of, yeah, you've got this scary dude that's in your, in your house in the shadows, but, and he, and he's preying on you. He's coming to take your stuff, but is he any more of a monster than somebody that was that close to her for a whole life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's and, talk about uh, him. No, you go ahead, but after that. Oh, the, the Moonlight Man? Yeah. Okay, well, I was just going to say um, the another line that she says uh, in when she was like a kid. Wait, 
Make sure I'm not misremembering this. Nope. Forgot it. Fuck that. All right. Sick. Completely okay. forgot it. Um, but another thing is I think that this is the book um, that Flanagan adapted from Stephen King because he's done multiple. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I think this is the one that is said to be like impossible to adapt. There's a really? couple. Yes. King is like notorious for like, he'll make the most adaptable mm-hmm. mo- book ever. And then he'll write it, which is unadaptable. Yeah. And then it gets mm-hmm. adapted twice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean like the shining is unadaptable and then it gets adapted into that plus Stephen King's the shining, which is, a direct adaptation and it blows um like something like this seems like the book would probably be unadaptable in that way where yeah. it's just like it's someone chained to a bed and the whole thing takes mm-hmm. place in her head but i yep. do think with the right director behind it you can like that's when that unadaptable becomes adaptable you can get you can turn everything in her head to monologues and turn it to weird fucking blocking around the room and using that space in a really interesting way, which I really loved. I think that's the best thing in this movie is kind of what I'm getting at. Yep. It's the way that he, that is also my favorite thing. The way that he turns this room into a, like a space of pure horror by just playing around with it and manipulating it and manipulating where people are at certain times where I guess figments of her imagination are at certain times. It really, it's it's my favorite thing in this. It's it's the reason I get so I got so freaked out, and I I I pride myself on how much horror I can watch without getting scared. This is the first time in a long time I've gotten really scared by a movie. This mm-hmm. freaked me out, and yeah. it, it freaked me out more than anything Flanagan's made, and that includes Hill House, which I love, but it doesn't like scare me to death this scared me way more than that yeah um the best thing for me i think this is the exact same thing as what you were saying but it's just how flanagan can make these characters these these or this sorry this monologue feel not boring because yes there are so many films where people are just talking to themselves and it's like, they would not be talking to themselves. Why would they be talking to themselves if it wasn't just for a movie and then it pulls you out? But everything that she does, even when she's just talking to herself towards the beginning yeah, um, and hasn't hallucinated yet for like the first four minutes of her being chained to the bed, mm-hmm. um, all the way through every conversation she has, everything feels perfect. And it's just amazing that yeah. he did it so well. Mm-hmm. I think I could understand someone being like the screenplay is a little too, let's say our themes. Like it it does kind of state Mm -hmm. it a little too obviously for me. Um, Yeah. Especially toward the end, which we'll get into, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Um, But like, I'm, I'm not like opposed to it generally. I think I've, I've said before, I think subtlety is, for cowards i i think it's okay to just like shout your fucking themes from the rooftops but at a certain point it does become a little bit annoying um which yeah we'll get into the ending later but Mm -hmm. i have 
I okay. I'll just say, say that I fucking hate the ending of this movie. Most people do. I yeah, also did on my first watch. Yeah, I do not anymore. Mm. I don't hate the ending. I loved it this time. Loved it. I it's, can. Do you want to get into it? Um. Yeah. I think that it's Disney Channel as fuck. It's I think so that cheesy. It feels, yeah, it feels like High School Musical just ended, and she's walking off into the sunset. But it's not even that though. It's, it works. The, it's the fifteen it minutes. I think the movie needs to end right when she like, ha- like honks the horn and people are shining flashlights through the trees, where we know that she's gonna be saved. But like, there's some ambiguity at least. I. I don't love the let's montage through the last 15 minutes of this movie. It feels very Stephen King. And I like the way Stephen King wraps up his stories is just like, Mm. oh, let's really quick have a message. And I know that the message is there through a lot of the rest of the movie, but it feels so. So it's too obvious. It's too pushy with it. And I like it a lot more when it's more subtle earlier in the movie so i yeah. i it's just that's why i don't love it and i get why you, you would love it though yeah see where i'm at is i think for the movie if it ends when she's honking and you know there's ambiguity that makes for a better movie mm. but i think for the themes and for the story it is sure. it would be a shame to end it there because then you're leaving her who has been a victim of all of this trauma for not only this little portion of time, but her entire life, mm-hmm. you're leaving her as just like, Oh, she might live. And then you, you miss out on not only her living, her pushing through and writing with the hand that she had to sever sure, sure, almost. Sure. Yeah. And then also she set up a foundation to help people who were in similar situations to her when she was a child. And then you get to close it all with her, uh, belittling and coming to terms with the monster, quote unquote, which is just yeah. an embodiment of all of her mm-hmm. past drama. Um, she comes to terms with it and says, "Pretty much, fuck you. I don't, I don't care yeah. about you anymore." And then walks off into the sun. Yeah. Ah! I love it's it. It's like Fable, the end of Fablement, except nowhere near as good as the end it of Fablement. I haven't seen Fablement. <laughs> I haven't it's seen Fable Fableman's and oh. the last Shit. whatever. Never mind. Fable That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I've got like one other really, really, really big thing, and then I'm done. But I don't want to rush us. One thing that I've noticed in the three things that Mike Flanagan's done is that he really excels at making you scared um yes and that's not something that a lot of directors are able to do nowadays uh i think with jordan peele's first too he didn't really scare you very much i think nope's terrifying us is Um, his scariest movie to me so really i would agree yeah i don't think so i think us Us scares the shit out of me so does nope but you know yeah, um, but Mike Flanagan just consistently is very, very good at crafting scenes that will 
you get the heebie-jeebies, man. And he doesn't lean on jump scares, which is really nice. Um, no, exactly. That's on like suspense. Exactly. He just builds it and just like kind of lets it mm-hmm. sit there. Um, yes. Which is kind of why I, I love his direction of this movie. That's probably like if I'm gonna come out of this with any one major positive, it's that he can direct the hell out of a movie. If you can direct a one location thriller or horror movie like this. I mean, fucking blank check for everything else because you have, like, you have what it takes, in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems um, like the one where it's where he's just got the camera kind of pointed at the corner, and you can just very, very like you can't see anything, and it cuts away, and then it cuts back, and you can very faintly see the outline. Yes. He's just terrifying, and it's. Just... I love shit like that. <laughs> I love people standing in the corner in the dark. It's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seems biggest like seems like uh, the one where, like in Haunting of Hill House, um, I think there's like a four minute scene where the camera is just pointed at like the two tables downstairs. Um, I vaguely remember what you're talking it. about, and it's just oh, four yes. minutes of sitting yes. right there. Yeah, and yes. it's just like holy shit! You're like you know, you know something's gonna happen, and man, you were gonna say something, Joey? Oh yeah, um, I was just gonna piggyback off of you. Um, Flanagan creates the scariest scenes because of the the places where you think he's gonna scare you, he just doesn't. And he'll just be like, hold on this shot. Let's zoom in and just keep zooming in. And then nothing happened. And then you get a cut back to the character's face. And then you cut to something else where every other director would scare you. And then it's not there. And then it'll be like something in the corner in some other shot that just makes me spine tingling, like numb. Oh my goodness. He's done it again. And then I text all of my friends and say, Mike Flanagan is the best. <laughs> I do that. Bro, Mike yeah. Flanagan's got me looking over my shoulder right now. That's that's the type of horror he makes. It's like the just the thing over your shoulder waiting to grab you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the y'all are just out of sight. Y'all are really cracking on this guy. I, y'all are really I just don't think I, I was not cracking. No, he builds I, tension unlike anyone else. Yeah, he's I just said he's that. like Hitchcock on crack. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, he is. No, he is not. He is. He is. Joey he is. W. Joey W. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> How am I the minority for saying that Hitchcock <laughs> is better than Mike Flanagan here? Like, Hitchcock or like Hitchcock and balls. Man, that was fun. that one didn't land. Someone give me a fist bump. I'm not fist bumping. Not after, after that joke. Being not after that Hitchcock. Awful. I'm not anti Hitchcock. I'm just pro Flanagan. Alright, I'm a I got my last point, but I'm gonna kinda use this as my final thoughts. Um and then kind of go into my mm-hmm. rating if that's okay with you guys. Yep, I'm good. Unless, yeah. Joey, if you had something big that you want to knock out first. Um, yeah, we should probably just go over this real quick. Okay. Um, I just wanted to talk about 
something that I have always seen as arguably the scariest jump scare ever. And that is when it cuts back from the dream scene. It's like a it's like a cut into I think a, I know what you're gonna yeah, talk about. Holy yeah. shit. And the moonlight man is chewing on her foot. Yeah, no, uh uh-uh. uh. I hated that. Stop. Hated it, hated don't it, talk hated about it. it anymore. No, I don't talk I, about it anymore. When I am saying this, like I'm not over exaggerating at all. I could not sleep for two days the first oh. time I watched this. Yeah, you're making me not go to sleep. I, I, I'm sorry. That's what Flanagan does. But he uh, he cuts to that like in the dream world or something and then cuts immediately to the dog. And it's just enough time to fucking send you and yes. make you jump out of your bed. And then you're back into an actual real life or like scenario, like with a dog chewing on this woman's foot. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, that's good. It, it scares the fuck me. out of me. It was so, it was uh-huh. so bad. I, yeah, not good. Ugh. All right, that, fuck that the was moonlight it, man. man. Fuck the moonlight man. Fuck the moonlight man. Yeah. Um. All right, I'll go ahead. I'll just say my final thoughts and rating. Um, my my like big thing. If I'm being honest, like, there's a lot of like great stuff in here, and then my mind, I kept getting taken out of this movie. Because every single location, I was like, that looks familiar. I was like, I feel like I've been there. Yeah, I left 30 minutes from where they filmed this movie. This was shot in my hometown. The ending ending shot, I've walked down that street and driven down that street multiple times. Damn. Um, The house that this takes place, like, it's in... Like, I have been near there. It, I kept getting, like, completely taken out of it because I'm like, oh, I've seen that, like, river. I've seen that building. It, it was so bad. Mm-mm. Not, like, a negative on the movie, obviously. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah. you don't get that very often. Mm-mm. So it's just, it's kind of cool. Um, I yeah, thought the I've, same t- thing. I immediately clocked it when they said uh, where he was caught. And I was like... Oh, yep. I know that place. Yeah, they said, <laughs> I guess it, they say it in the movie. That I'm from Mobile, Mobile, yeah. Alabama. They said, like, Fairhope? Technically, the film takes place in Louisiana. Baton Rouge. Yeah, it's like, right. it takes place in Baton Rouge, but it's shot in Point Clear. Uh-huh. Um, and da- it, it ends in downtown Mobile. And I was just like, all of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, I've seen this, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there. And I was, uh, uh, Mobile is a scarier place than anything in this movie. Fuck that place. Um, Yo! Not not going back there. (laughs) Um, Just don't attend, don't go to any city in Alabama. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to avoid that. (laughs) I'm trying to avoid that. Just don't go to any city, period, dude. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) They're all Um, bad. Uh, yeah, I... I was there any like tiny little note I wanted to get to him them leaving the door open at the beginning of the movie was my first like moment where I was like fuck this I hate this I hate this like it was all of my OCD Mm -hmm. was just like freaking out over them leaving the Mm -hmm. door open I hated that shit um and we didn't really talk about it but when she rips her hand through that handcuff oh I want to throw up I do too. I was, 
I was screaming so loud. Luckily, Logan wasn't here. I just kept saying, oh, my God. Ah, that's fucking just. Oh, yeah. and I would like try that's to look away for a second, then look back. Yeah, I had to look. You had to look away, Josh. I, I looked away. After we yeah, I don't. Watch Saul, after you watch Salt X twice. I can, I can watch any of that stuff. That's like cartoonish to me in a way. This this is visceral mm-hmm. and fucking yeah. painful. And it's yes. slow. It's like, uh-huh. it, it, uh, yeah. I did look away. I, I I looked away and then looked back and said, "Shit, it's not over." Yeah, Damn. I I it again. I watched it. Painful. I watched it with a friend, and they got up and like turned around and was like covering. They were covering their eyes, and I <laughs> they tried to uncover them. I was like, "Do not uncover your eyes. It's still there." <laughs> so yeah, um, I I really like this. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff i flanagan does have what it takes like to direct this i think he is the standout here he's he's phenomenal um Mm -hmm. he makes every little monologue feel like the most powerful thing you've ever heard and it's like i think he he deserves a lot of the credit he gets um is he my favorite horror director ever no um and i think a lot of his issues that i i normally see in his stuff do are, are present here it's just kind of the mike flanagan movie and his positives and his negatives are here um i think that ending is really bad um and i it it, it really hurts the movie to me um but i think the fact that it freaked me the fuck out is worth a lot of credit so i'm i'm at three and a half stars uh for this and fair no, more than I, I, it hurts. It's a really tough watch. I feel like at some point yeah. I probably will watch this again. Um, uh-huh. it, it's not that it's rewatchable because the, the awful shit in it is not exactly, but the mm-hmm. monologues and the way that he shoots the monologues are just so interesting to me. And I would go back for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go or me, Jackson? I can go next. All right. Uh, all right. Um, one thing I really appreciated was initially we think that the husband is just like a dick straight up. He's got no depth, nothing. Mm -hmm. But then at one point when he's about to take the pill, he looks in the mirror at himself and just for a second, you see that he is, he's not just a nothing character. He himself after only being in, even though he's only in the movie for what fifteen minutes, well, I guess alive. Yeah, for fifteen yeah. minutes. But he is there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he himself has a ton of depth to him too, and it's like mm-hmm. even the nothing characters, or e- even the ones that are not nothing characters, but the ones that are just meant to be one sided, one sided mm-hmm. have us have another side to them. Yep. Um. I think that plays very well with um, the dad seeming like he's a uh, an all right guy, and then being the uh, I don't I, I don't even know how many words piece I of shit piece of yeah. shit. Awful Let's go with piece being, of shit. Disgusting. Yeah. Pedophile. Um, yeah, all of it. Yeah, it it's it's a very good parallel thing. Yeah, between them. Um. Because uh, Gerald 
he may seem like a dick on the surface, I think, but he's got a lot more to him. Yeah. Um, and I still think he's possibly, a dick. <laughs> I, th- I still think he's a yeah. dick, but I think he's got a lot of lot more to There's him. There's layers there, yeah. He, he possibly, he, he himself might have some trauma as well. Yeah. I, um, I think that's actually kind of closed off with the wave goodbye at the end. Yeah. Where you can tell that he's like happy, you know, and everything like that. Yeah. Um, uh, I wrote three things about her dad uh, over the course of like one of the flashbacks or a couple of the flashbacks. I said, I want to punch this dude in the face. Not her dad is fucked up. This motherfucker needs to burn. Yes. The escalation. Yeah. Yeah. Glad we're on the same page with this motherfucker needs to burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that being said, Mike Flanagan did an excellent job with this. I'm giving it a three and a half out of five and a heart. Sick. Sick. All right. My time. Um, go through a few of these like I always do. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> Is what the you hell? can't read your handwriting? No. I can read it. I just don't know what the hell it means. What the fuck is a computer watch? <laughs> it's that like what? A, what does that mean? What is a computer what? watch? Why did I write that down? What's the Oh, word? I'm a fucking idiot. I'm so stupid. Oh my god. I watched this on a computer. Oh god, you wrote it's I wrote it down to tr- I thought it was part of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is a computer watch? (laughs) Oh. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Dumb. Yeah, so for everybody who doesn't know, I hate watching movies on computers or anything that is not a TV, at least maybe a big screen at a theater. But we got our asses handed to us by Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to watch it on a computer. Um, Anyways didn't mess with the quality it messed with my viewing experience a little bit but no no quality no quality markdowns um did y'all clock that the radio i don't know it's it's something that every movie does ever but just to you know let you know the radio in the car at the beginning when they stop in front of the dog is talking about a grave robbing yes um man yeah i clocked it i was like oh this is gonna come back and then it left my mind Uh Yeah, crazy. That's what it does. Um, uh, And then I said, not going to lie, I would be pissed off if someone cut up my expensive ass steak and fed it to a fucking dog. I can't. $200 a portion. Yeah. 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 It's like Wagyu. They call it Kobe, but like. Yeah, Kobe. Fuck that. $200 a portion. What are we doing? Yeah. You've got a fancy ass lake house with plenty of property. And you're like, the only thing we have in the fridge is $200 per portion steak. Don't give it to the dog. That's not what he said, actually. He said the fridge is completely stocked. And then there were just a few. Don't care. He was a dick. He was, but I would have been pissed if someone did that to my meat. (laughs) 
Don't care. Fuck Gerald. You want to fuck agreed, Gerald? Agreed. I would. No, I wouldn't um, recommend absolutely it. Not. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, no. <laughs> to watch in this movie, it's like He's the first uh, male shit, character. Man. It's like the first male character we've come across on this podcast that I don't want to fuck. Yeah. Wait, what? No, that would be nightmare. Bro, wanted Literally. to fuck Jack Reacher. No, I no. Jack Reacher can call me slurs. I don't want fuck. <laughs> oh what are you talking about? Um, Jack Reacher, not that line. movie poster. You seen that movie first? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You seen the Jack Reacher reaction? <laughs> go back, go back. Yeah. Keep talking about this movie. Um, get Reach. Bitch. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I said this. This bitch kind of looks like Kevin Bacon. Oh my god! <laughs> um, Kevin. <sighs> I'm guessing we all noticed the Midnight Mass book. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty in your face. Um, yeah, still I love it though. I immediately paused the movie and looked up if Midnight Mass was adapted from something. It's not. It's an original mm-hmm. screenplay. What? Mm-hmm. Bro is teasing us. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> it's because he's the goat. I'm telling you. He knew what he had. He knew he had a golden bullet in the chamber, so he plugged it in one of his movies. Respect. Um, respect. The blood slowly pouring from his head when he's like mm, been laying there mm-hmm. is absolutely horrifying. Yeah. Cause it it feels a lot of this feels oddly personal to where like a lot of other things don't, because it's the POV shots, it's this, it's that. It's the fact that you can't see a lot of his head because you're chained to a bed with her mm-hmm. and yeah. you just see the blood start to leak and your hope along with hers just drains all hope of him ever getting back up and helping you crazy yeah um mm, uh gerald's five inches <laughs> he's also fucking ripped dude he's like yeah, 60 he's, and he looks he, great he does look great does, but he yeah. does have five inches five according inches. to um the girl what, wikipedia no, no, she says it. She says it a couple yeah. of times. Do you not remember that, Jackson? That was a Jackson joke. didn't actually watch this movie. No. Didn't watch the movie. Joke. I was trying what to shoot she... the joke with land. Obviously, uh, it didn't, didn't fucking because land. y'all didn't. Y'all just <laughs> didn't get the joke. Say it again. Maybe it's not I'll my laugh. fault. It's not my fault. I'm laughing now. I'm laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> um, keep going. Yeah, yeppers. Bro, you, you already mentioned that yepers. one again. <laughs> Um, Yummers. oh, this is actually something kind of big. I think this is a testament to the writing in this movie. I do think that the writing lacks sometimes because it feels so heavy handed, but I do think it's more or less on purpose because uh, he's got to adapt that book. Yeah. But one of the things that I find the most interesting in the writing department is the fact that I could have sworn I would have bet so much money on there being a scene with a well in it and someone looking up from the well, smelling pennies, smelling oysters, and seeing an older version of themselves at the top of the well um, looking down on them. I don't know if y'all even remember that being described in here, but she describes that. It's pretty... Yeah, Big portion. I remember the description and being like, "Isn't this like something in some other Mike Flanagan project? Like this is there's like something with a well and like Bly Matter." And I was like, "This is weird." There is. 
There yeah. is a well in Bly Manor, but it's nothing like this. I yeah. had a vivid descriptive. Uh huh. I had a yeah. vivid picture of it in my mind that I thought I had seen the other times that I watched it, mm-hmm. and it's never shown in here. And I was amazed. Yeah, I was like, that is such a vivid picture that he just painted with just words. Um, and the fact that it's like secrets in the well. I think that's a little corny. Sure, if you want to call it that. I think it's perfect. It's just that well ties in some of the themes to the movie, even though it's just like a small portion. Like it's it's all just so perfect. Anyways, let's move on from that. Um, I want to strangle the dad. You manipulative fucking pedo. I was pretty pissed. Um, Understandable. If this fucker calls a 12-year-old a young woman again, I swear mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. reach through the TV and kill him. Yeah. Um, the Moonlight Man in the car, when there's another jump scare, when she looks back <laughs> in the rear view. Yeah. That fucking, that's a good one. I um, knew it was coming and it still got me. Oh, yeah. Um, the Disney Channel-ass ending flows into her walking through the streets, right? But did you notice what's going on with the sun? No. Oh, it's, it's the red very, sun, isn't it? No. No? It's very hard to notice. There's a little bit of eclipse left, and it fades off to the right. Okay. Because That's it's her, it's her yeah. finally getting her That's closure. Perfect. It's her finally getting into the sun, which she says in like the scene previous when she's talking to her younger self through the note. She says, we finally need to get out of this eclipse. We finally need to get to the sun. I got a little bit of chills when I saw that. I was like, holy. Um, Yeah, I think that this is, like I said, an incredibly important movie. I think it's one of the most interesting horror movies I've ever seen to date. It deals with themes that are so hard to like pin down and really get right and I know it's just me just sucking off Flanagan, but he does it and he does it flawlessly. I do think that while the movie is great, there are, I wouldn't even call them negatives, but there's like, there's downsides to it. I do think that the writing is a little weird at some points. Um, I do think that... Nothing else is wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, cinematography, banging. Um, story, banging. Scares, banging. Subject material, not banging, but you know. Difficult. Really, but, yeah. Yeah, really interesting. But I think that this all adds up to the exact same score I gave it last time. Um, and the same score I'll probably give it every time. Uh, it's a four star solid, like high four star with a heart and yeah, it'll be returning to its former glory when I put that back up. Yeah. It's, uh, what, what a movie. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Uh fuck. Um, gonna erase the moonlight man from my memory now that I'm done with that shit. Um, I'm telling you it's impossible. (laughs) Um, We don't have any emails this week. Um, again, you can email us if you want to at filmexplorerspod at gmail. 
uh follow us on instagram dm us whatever whatever you want to do to get in contact we'd love to hear from you um and it's my pick isn't it yes it is um yeah so this is gonna be the last episode of spooktober not the last episode of the month though we do have a bonus episode coming out for you guys it's gonna be a surprise Um, it's gonna be a surprise um but it's gonna be a pretty big one we'll see uh probably coming out pretty soon after this comes out i think this comes out friday hopefully that'll be out for you on sunday uh if i can get that edited but Mm -hmm. my pick for next week i had a list of eight that i was working with um i was like all all these would be a lot of fun to talk about um uh narrowed it down to three kind of biggies uh today and then kind of selected my one but um i was really thinking of the og night of the living dead um did not end up going with it uh love that movie though um almost went with the invisible man both the original and the remake were on my list um didn't go with those john carpenter one (laughs) memoirs of an invisible man or whatever (laughs) the fuck that movie is um I almost picked the 90s Candyman. Um, did mm. not end up going with Candyman. Mm. Um, but the three that I narrowed it down to, I'll kind of go through these. Um, I did not end up going with, we talked about Brian De Palma earlier. Um, Phantom of the Paradise. I almost picked Phantom of the Paradise. Um, I will probably watch this before next episode. I'm like gearing up to watch this thing, but... Um, looks awesome um and i was this morning i had i was locked in and said i was gonna pick this and then i pivoted away um almost picked rocky horror um Uh, almost that would have been a good episode yeah but i felt like we had already kind of had our like insane production kind of covered with dracula earlier in the month Mm -hmm. so i I, I switched over to something we did not hit this month, which is international horror, um, somewhere we haven't oh, gone. shit! So, for next week, we will be watching, starring my, my girl, Isabella Johnny, and my boy, Sam Neill, Possession. Ah! I was waiting on you to say it. Holy shit. You I don't want to celebrate. I said Josh is going to... I said this is going to pick, get picked this month. And Josh said, mm, I don't think so. This is literally peak. Yeah. I don't know a thing about what this movie is about. And I'm not going to read the plot synopsis, if I'm being honest. Uh, nope. Yeah. This, this has been, like, hyped the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I need to get my hype down a little bit for this thing. Um, my hype cannot go down. Yeah, I'm. It's gonna be cool. I feel like all of my friends have this at five stars. This is like this is one of the biggies that like wasn't streaming for a while. I think it like just recently oh, yeah, came out on Shutter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So fire up Shutter, and we'll be we'll be checking this out. We'll cover it next Friday. 
Um, Sam Neill being in this is crazy. Sam Neill, I think Sam Neill shows his ass in this movie. And I think Yo. that's kind of worth watching for that alone. So, yeah. Sam Neill, that guy from Thor. I think I've seen another movie where Sam Neill shows his ass. He shows his ass in the piano. That's a great movie, too. I haven't seen that. Does he show his ass he in, shows in his the Mountain ass. Madness? No, I don't think so. But Not that's watching like in the, the only one that would anymore. make sense. I will say this now, and you guys can hold me to this. By next week, I will know how to pronounce this director's name. I promise. Right now, I'm going to say it's on... Don't just say AZ. Zalowski. That's what I'm going to say right now. That's wrong. If it's wrong... Mike Zalowski. I'll get some... I will have it by next week. Okay. But, uh... Yeah. Good. Are we on to, like... Uh, yeah. when you say, do you have anything else to say? <laughs> yeah, um, we're on to oh when I say that. Yeah, we're on to that. So, uh, this guy, y'all remember when I almost picked possession or tried to pick possession for my movie night pick a long yeah. ass time ago? Long time ago, yeah. You yeah. almost watched yes. it. Um, and then I mentioned, I'm not sure if y'all remember it, but this movie? What is this thing? On the Silver Globe? Same direction. Yes, which he yeah. also did crazy it's supposed to be it is supposed to be insane look at this i can already tell you by the poster i would not like this movie look at her yeah fucking scary ass shit i think it's supposed to be like a almost like a sci-fi um holy mountain interesting sounds about right yeah it just sounds crazy sounds like i wouldn't like it dude probably (laughs) not yeah on the silver globe is gonna be like a top 25 movie for me whenever I finally watch it in 20 years when they actually put it on disc. Impossible. I hope they never put it on disc. We'll see. <laughs> We're not watching that one next week. Everybody get hyped for Possession. Get hyped. Get hyped. Alright, we'll see you guys next week for Possession. Bye. Slain, Yeah.